All Year I Dream About Gaming Conventions. Welcome everyone to All Year I Dream About Gaming Conventions, the podcast you didn't know you needed about Gen Con, Origins Game Fair, PAX Unplugged, and beyond. I'm your host, Quarex. And I'm your other host, Ben. Last episode, we talked about getting to Indianapolis, how to deal with parking, how to get around Indianapolis in ways that are not just on your own two feet. Now we're going to talk about getting settled. A lot of people will show up day of convention, day their ticket starts, and that's fine. But a lot of people will also show up on Wednesday, sometimes Tuesday, sometimes as early as Monday. Unless you're setting up a booth, you've got a little bit of time to kill. In the interest of pivoting into a true crime podcast, we're going to help you. Mm. We're going to give you some ideas on how to murder that time. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. If you get in Tuesday or Monday, for that matter, I'm going to kind of break this down by alignment. So, you know, we, first you got the chaotic evil option. You got the Indiana Medical History Museum. Sort of what we were thinking earlier. Medical, as we understand it now, is a fairly recent concept. And you go back 100 years or so, and you're getting into what grisly, kind of disturbing, valiant attempts, would you say? They're cutting a lot of people, and they're using leeches, and... Hats off to them, but boy, his stuff improved in the past hundred years. It's really cool to look at and read about and sort of experience, but that, that is what it is. And, which is why the lawful good option is the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. I have been there a whole bunch of times. A lot of it is, it's for children. Like, okay, fair enough. Like dinosaurs, Greece, I don't know, like the country, not the musical. Oh, I was excited. I was very briefly excited about it. But you can be excited about the fact that there is still a Minecraft exhibit going on right now, and it is actually ending the Sunday of Gen Con. You can get in on the last few days of the Minecraft exhibit if you head in, you know, before Gen Con starts. And then True Neutral, of course, is the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Museum, because, you know, we can't make any judgment on people that like fast cars. It's totally fine. There is no morality in going fast. No, it's, it's absolutely middle of the road. Ah... <laughs> uh... Turning left, and then left, mm, and then mm, left, good, and then left mm. again. We come to the zoo. Oh I my gosh! I haven't been to the zoo. Forex, I, something tells me you have. I super have. I think I went my first year, in fact, at Gen Con. I mean, it's great. It's a zoo. You can't mess up a zoo as long as the animals look like they're being fed, and you know someone is brushing their coats or whatever. And it's you're gonna have a good time. So yeah, I definitely recommend that. What's your favorite animal? Uh, that zoo. Uh, at this zoo? Oh my gosh. Recommendations, man. Come on. I know. I was going to say elephant, but do they still have elephants at this zoo? I should probably check that. Let me just Google it real quick. People, this is not Foley work. This is actually how loud his keyboard is. Yeah, I got a mechanical keyboard. It's one. Of, it's the Unicomp re reproduction, though I do have some original Model M's. And yes, they do still have elephants at the Indianapolis Zoo, so everything is fine. <laughs> There's also two other, I'm just going to throw some vices in here, because Donuts and Dragons, it's far enough away from the convention center that no one's ever going to go there during Gen Con, because it's like, you know, like a 15-minute drive or something. That's like forever away. But the donuts are great, and it's called Donuts and Dragons for exactly the reason that you expect it would be, right? Amherst Cafe? Exactly, yeah. And, like, there were people gaming in there when it went in last year on either Monday or Tuesday. I think Tuesday. Something I discovered you didn't know about. There is a Grater's Ice Cream. Uh, there's a couple, actually, in the greater metropolitan area. 
Not super close, but not as far away as Donuts and Dragons. It's the best ice cream. I don't know if it's the best ever or in the world, but oh, it's it so is. Good. I happened to be in Dayton, Ohio for a work trip it when happens. we tried to record this first episode, the very first time. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was also the first day I had graders, and no lie, like, super good ice cream, super good milkshakes. Oh, the milkshakes. Just a ridiculous waffle cone. Ah, ah. The sounds of pleasure are me thinking about those. They have, like, the boats. Like, you get a split, and it comes in, like, a boat, and it's, oh my gosh, I'm going. They sell soda. They've got soda. I, I honestly, mm. if, if I'm in on Wednesday and can swing it, I may just go pick up some soda from there. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a meetup, a podcast meetup with our 10 million fans on the Wednesday, yeah. Or we could just record Wednesday, the, the Wednesday at live graders. podcast yeah. at Graders. Um, instead of the block party, which is something <laughs> that is a great way to kill some time on Wednesday. There's True. food, there's drinks, there's way to do capitalism. The, the pizza place has a tent, uh, food trucks are there. I think there's music? Yeah, there's usually music. The block party is a great way to spend some time on Wednesday. You can also meet up with friends, but, you know, at that point, a lot of people have shown up on Wednesday True. ahead of time. You're spending the night in the hotel for that reason. A good chance to meet up with friends at a bar or restaurant, as we will get mm. to. But a great chance to meet up with friends. And then if uh, you're like some of us who are industry semi-professionals, it's a great chance to meet up with some colleagues before everything gets crazy and you get stuck in a booth for a while. If you're doing, you're going to batch through a GM group, a lot of times they'll have a, a meetup somewhere on Wednesday so they can give you your GM badge and you can get to meet the people who you've been emailing with or Discord messaging with. That's another great chance to, that's another way to kill some time, remove the hit points from the spare hours that you have so they're at zero hit points and making death safe. I do apologize. Anyone who's uh, horrified by the pizza that won the hot box competition, I did vote for it. I thought it sounded great, but you know. It has pickles? I believe there are pickles. I think pickles win every year that they put them on there, which is telling me something weird about pizza fans that attend Gen Con. Or in just the Midwest. Well, I mean, I do like ranch dressing on my pizza. It's fair. At this point, you're getting settled. We've got some hotel considerations you want to take into account. First off, mini fridge. You may have stuff you want to keep cold. You may have food you're bringing back from a restaurant. In three episodes, we'll talk about those. Oh, yeah. You may have beverages you want to keep cold because I'm a psychopath, but I will drink <laughs> warm beverages. But a lot of people want a cold Mountain Dew or a cold Gatorade. Get the Gatorade, not the Mountain Dew. And not every hotel has mini fridges in the room that's as true. a matter of course i think it's the case in 2023 that that's that that's what it is but uh right. for the past five or six years i've had to i've stayed at the jw marriott and i've had to request a uh, mini fridge in my hotel room this is super critical especially if you have medication that needs to be refrigerated oh, yeah. as soon as i think it's about two weeks out like your room is communicated to the hotel give them a call and say hey do i have a mini fridge and if i don't you need to say i need to request one because i need it for my medication and they should right. make sure that they get it for you and they will prioritize that for you uh, but if you don't make that request and you sh you know you realize it on thursday you may be trying to figure out how to keep your medication cold, which is not a not a great thing. 
This may appear to be chocolate milk, but I assure you it is my medication. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> chocolate milk, one of the most important things about a hotel, of course, is, you know, how long it takes you to get from there to the convention center. And if we're just looking at even a downtown hotels, it is wild how different it can be taking the skywalk from hotels that are even right next to each other. Like if you're at the Embassy Suites, somehow it takes like 20 minutes to walk through the skywalk because you have to go through two other hotel areas and the arts garden and like part of the mall whereas if you're like at the hyatt virtually across the street it's somehow like five minutes i don't understand it but you you wouldn't want to know how to walk indoors to the convention center in you know august indianapolis For that matter, I like to skip lunch personally, as good as hot box pizza is. So that's why I like to think about the snack situation for a hotel consideration. And well, I think Ben has some ideas about snacks, honestly, even though I do love me some snacks. So I have dietary restrictions, which make eating in a lot of places in and around ED difficult to impossible. Mm. I have to think about food for four or five, almost six days. So in addition to sort of the snacks that you may be able to get from sort of the main lobby of your hotel, I travel with a lot of food or I will make sure that I know how to get the food that I need once I'm in Indy. So first place to think about is your grocery store. And there is a Kroger, which is a grocery store chain, has everything that you're looking for and probably more. Beer, soda, chips to deli meats and cheeses and thing and bread, things like that. It's north of downtown. It's not in the block. You're probably taking a lift out there. On Wednesday, while you're killing some of that time, maybe worth heading up to Kroger and picking up some of the things that you need once you're already in yeah. or that you forgot. Because sometimes Fair. that happens too. There's also a CVS, which is west of the downtown area. It's a convenience store. It's going to have all the stuff you're used to seeing at CVS. You can pick up soda, chips, and things there. It's also a pharmacy. You're able to pick up over-the-counter drugs. If you sprain a muscle in your back on Wednesday, mm day and you need to wear a back brace for the convention it's a place to mm -hmm. pick up a back brace interesting thing the very midwestern thing is that you can buy beer and liquor in cbs and that is not something that i am used to in any of the places i've lived if you want to have a bottle of whiskey for friday night when you're doing open gaming in the jw ballroom you can as early as i think six in the morning go to that cvs and pick up a, a, a bottle of liquor it's behind lock and key so you have to talk with somebody and they'll open it up <laughs> for you Th those are the two places i live and die by Kroger and cvs big big help even if you're not restricted dietarily like myself it can be helpful in terms of helping to cut some of the costs you know midwesterners do take the infinite availability of alcohol for granted as i understand it yeah i've definitely lived in states where it's like a you know a puzzle just to find out how to how to get alcohol it's not for me What is for me is it's going to be sort of an absurd pick, but there's a store in the mall called Cell Wireless, which has literally saved my day in the past because it is the closest place to Gen Con that you can find headphones, as far as I have been able to determine. And I always lose or break my headphones, no matter how hard I try to not do either of those things. They also probably sell like USB cables and chargers yes. and things. Exactly. Between headphones and chargers, everyone is probably going to end up realizing they forgot one of those two things in the course of the convention. 
if you don't have headphones and you want them, that's that's like pretty high up in Maslow's hierarchy as far as I'm concerned. And speaking of just sort of wanting a place to chill for yourself, I mentioned the Arts Garden a minute ago, and it's it's sort of like an unsung hero of the area right around the convention center because it's probably the quietest place within like three blocks. Sometimes there are like string quartets playing. There is art, you know. I think there's a fountain. It's I have definitely gone there a few times to just like eat a sandwich and chill out for a minute where I know there's not going to be loud screaming nerds. Not that I mind them in general. It's a chill out tent in convention space, if you will. Yeah, basically. There's also like a cigar bar in the mall called Burn by Rocky Patel. Notable for if you want to go and smoke a cigar, which is something that sometimes people may enjoy. Don't tell my wife. But also it's, you know, it's open until midnight and not every place is open that late. If that's your thing, or if that's adjacent to your thing, then maybe a a place to check out. So just being open that late instantly gives me mild interest in it, even if I would otherwise never go into a place like that. So yeah, give them props. That's all the advice that's fit to print this week. For the next episode, we're going to move into the convention that we've been dreaming about all year, which is... Oh, man. Yeah. Gen Con, baby. Gen Con. Greetings from the end of the episode, weary traveler. Perhaps you would like to examine my social media wares, all gathered at linktr.ee slash dreamaboutgamingconventions. We sell everything, from Instagram to Facebook to YouTube. Soon we may have whatever tip jar the kids are using these days. All music for this episode was composed by Quarex. Except for Adidas, courtesy freemidi.org. All editing for this episode was by Ben.